Mikey, Mikey and Remy A show about the serious and not so serious parts of our edible world. Let's eat. <laughs> it's <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome everybody to Mikey and Rin Eat In. This is your friend Mikey. Mm, this is your pal Rin Dog. Oh, hey pal. Hey. We have a big standing energy happening right now. <laughs> this is our standing episode. Yeah, we are both standing. We normally sit uh, actually at our dining room table for this show, but we are standing both now. Mm-hmm. My, um, <laughs> It's really uncomfortable to sit right now. Yeah. <laughs> little little rigatoni party time is like partying up into my ribs right sure. now. Sure. Probably doing a full handstand. Yeah, headstand. headstand. Yeah. Yep. He's yep. been head down for a long time now. And so it's basically, he's like upside down. I'm just trying to picture him like as she's standing <laughs> here. He's just upside down with his dumb head like pointed towards her vagina. <laughs> and then he's just going, eh, eh, just like a little cockroach, just moving his arms around, but totally. upside down. Totally. It's, it's, I didn't really picture that until now. Like that, like he's literally just like eh, upside down, just doing his thing. He is. Yeah. I yep. feel badly for you. And the thing he's doing right now is not comfortable. God, I'm so sorry about that. That's okay. Yeah. It's okay. We it's I I feel big. I feel different. I feel glorious in this in the standing position. Yeah, well, it's a it's your hero pose. Yeah, I feel oxygen. I do feel like a hero. Mm-hmm. Who's your um superhero when you think of standing in your superhero pose? Is it you? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's probably Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't know much about Wonder Woman. She had an invisible plane. Sure. I don't know anything she had about the her. Lasso of truth. But it just feels like um her her pose in particular. She had that real oh, she did have a big that real superhero energy. Powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know who I think of. I don't really had I've never had any superheroes that I gave a shit about. Yeah. I like Daredevil because he was blind. Mm, yeah. That was kind of awesome. Yeah. Uh Green Lantern, but I don't know any of his um tricks. I just liked his little doll because he had removable pants. <laughs> 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 you wanted to see it was underneath. Yeah. And it wasn't a Green Lantern. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, it was a mound. And then I had, I stole a couple. Oh God, they weren't Barbies, but they were some sort of female doll that I took. And then I would have them uh, make coitus with my G.I. Joe and my action figure dolls. Wow. He-Man. I wouldn't force them to. I felt like it was, it was very consensual. I felt like there was some consensual. There was there was always like romance before, like they would have dinner or something, <laughs> take a walk, and then it was kind of like my version of coitus at that age, which was kind of just like smashing them together. I like that you were a sort of porn director at like a very young age. <laughs> oh my god! Well, if oh no! If we're telling true stories, oh no no! I also had uh, a completely unnamed person that was in my life, and she would come over. It was her and a, and a couple people, and I and I would and I had a rule. In my um, fort that nobody was allowed to wear underpants. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. God. I know. <sighs> I don't know. I was like in kindergarten. I didn't know. But I did, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I know. You knew better. All right. <laughs> anyway. <Moving on. laughs> well, we're, we're. For those of you that have not shut this podcast we, off. <laughs> so hi. And reported Mikey. So hi, Dad, who's the only person who <laughs> listens all the way through after this dumb shit. Um, we are not in our, we are in our fully clothed uh, experience right now. Yep. And this is a, a show about food, obviously. 
as you could have guessed from the first five minutes. Definitely. But we are um, we're here to so we're in the the middle of fall. Tomorrow is Hallow's Eve. Yes. End of October, and we just we went to the final one of our biggest farmers markets in Portland, the Woodstock Farmers Market today. It was the final market of the season. It's so good. They do another one right before Thanksgiving. Oh, right. Right. Which is really fun, but this was yeah the last the last official weekly one. We have year round farmers markets as well, but, but this farmers market is very special. Yeah, it's wonderful, and it's some of our best farmers from the area, and some of like of our favorite people to see. And there was a goat there today. Oh I my literally God. bought <laughs> goat cheese from a goat that was standing right next next to me. Yeah, it was the the goat cheese came from the goat. She didn't buy it from the goat, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his cloven true. hoofs really helped with the square interaction. Yes. Yeah, I mean that was a lot of information for me, I must admit. I love goat cheese. Um but I was looking at the goat's teats. Oh, it's awesome. Where the milk came from that made the cheese. It was a little awesome. kind of a lot. Love but, it. But uh we're on this episode we're going to talk about um eating it later. Yeah. Buying food doing something to it, yep. and then being able to eat it yep. at a different time of the year. Yep. So I am currently 35 weeks pregnant, yeah. and um, Mikey and I have been thinking a lot about postpartum food prep mm-hmm. and uh, you know, just, just what foods would be really nourishing and what foods kind of hold up in the freezer that we can just pop out and heat up. And um, things that are going to be like kind of universally desirable for us. Mm-hmm. Like we're not making really like things that are, I don't know, we're just making kind of like we're making bone broths, mm-hmm. we're making kanji, mm-hmm. we're making like bases mm-hmm. kind of. Yep. Um, as opposed to making like specific dishes that, I don't know, might sound disgusting at the time or something. Right. Yeah. yeah and this is, I think what's really cool is you can pull out some broth, yeah. you can boil it, put some carrots in, put some meat in. You know, samesies with the kanji, sure. put some eggs soup. in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And kanji, you can make into like kind of pancakey sort of things. You can make it just be a porridge. Sure. I mean, it's, and these are all really nutrient dense. Rennie's been using these like fun, awesome recipes. And then also, kind of, we've been freestyling some stuff. We made some pulled pork. Uh, we made some pulled like beef, mm-hmm. kind of like a beef machaca sort of thing. It's awesome. And yeah. It makes me so happy because like our, we have a stand up freezer downstairs and that bitch is like packed to the fucking gills. I know. And I will say, I think the biggest um, win for us has been getting those silicone yeah. muffin tins. Yeah. We got right? they're, they're a cup. So there's six. It's a silicone muffin tin and each cup is at eight is eight ounces is a cup. Mm-hmm. And so that's significant. Like you dump one of those big cubes of broth out and heat it up microwave it, whatever. Yeah. And that's like, that's a significant, you could just sip that or eat, that's like a portion of soup. Yeah. Yeah. So we basically made the broths or the kanji. Right. Portioned it into the muffin tins. Yeah. Um, and then froze them. Yeah. I set up like, I, I cleared out a, a couple shelves so that there was airflow around them and they could just kind of just slide right in there on like a sheet pan and then freeze. Because what's the deal with freezing things that are like right off the stove. Well, I mean, so we did let them cool a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we did. It's the thing, the thing about, well, so there's, I don't know if this is true. And if you want to reach out and if there's any food scientists in our world, reach out. But I had heard at some point in my life that f- hotter things freeze faster than colder things. 
And I know, and the, the idea, it's very counterintuitive, but the idea I think was that kind of the molecules are bouncing around. And when they go into the freezer and the molecules in a hot item are like bouncing around, bouncing around, they kind of can adhere to each other faster or something like that. And I don't, I mean, there's obviously a way to test this. <laughs> sure. <laughs> very easy one. Sure. Um, I have never done that. But um, the, the concern for me about throwing hot stuff, a bunch of hot stuff into the freezers that will raise the temp. Right. It makes the freezer work harder. Right. So we kind of let it get down to like room temperature and then threw it into the um, into the freezer. From a food safety perspective, eh, I mean, it's kind of whatever. But like this is broth that we're going to be heating up to boiling afterwards. Right. And right. So right. I'm just not that stressed about it. Right. Um, but yeah. And then the key thing that you want to do is you just want airflow. Like you want lots of room around the hot thing mm. or the even room temperature thing. Um, you don't want it to be like sweating against like plastic bags that are above it or something like that right or thawing that something sense. that's right above it yeah that makes yeah. sense so but yeah and then we have these so you pop those cubes out and then they're just invid- individually wrapped like gallon bags yeah so we've got like a bunch of these broth nuggets yeah and kanji nuggets <laughs> inside of these gallon bags and it's just like i don't know it was really the, the i think the silicone muffin tins were like an epiphany for me yeah. and people might already be using them, but it was just, um, it was cool. I don't know. When I we like use, it worked really well. And we use them for like the pulled pork too. Yes. Cause then yeah. it's like, you've just got cubes of pulled pork and yep. it's not like you're having to thaw a gallon bag of just loose pulled pork. Exactly. Our, this fridge is like my wet dream right now. Cause the top shelf is like pizza from like the last <laughs> two years, just like whenever there's like three or four slices left. So that's the whole top shelf. And then it's like, all these things that we're making, which are so beautiful. And then there's like cake from when Rini makes <laughs> cake for my birthday. Ugh. And then there's like raw beef and big, you know, like big old, we have like soup bones and pig feet and things like that. So it just looks like, well, I'm not going to lie. It tickles my prepper bone. You're like doomsday area. prepper. Yeah. Yeah. Like sure. it's like if the world, if we just looked outside right now and like shit was on fire sure. and Trump's president again or whatever the the thing is that's happening, sure. nuclear winter, like we could survive for a pretty long time in this house. Yes. As long as there was electricity. True. Yeah. True. But I mean, we could make it, I think we're going to make it not every meal because we're maybe going to do a meal training thing. We're definitely going to order in some food, you know, but like, I think we could eat for a month. Yeah. With what we've put up. Yeah. Which is, that's awesome. Yeah. I think the one other thing that we might do, um, speaking of the farmer's market, yeah. and we just, I mean, we got such a beautiful haul today. It's like, it's pretty amazing that sure. we're still in growing season here. Right. Um, but I would love to just blanch some vegetables. Oh, yeah. So that that's we've a good got, idea. Um, some brightness. Yeah. We've got some, yeah. some nice stuff for the winter. That's super easy, too, because what we can do, like what I love to do in that category is like we, so I just got us a new steamer system, like mm-hmm. steamer basket system. And so just steam them all. Yep. And then you just throw them on sheet pans and just into the freezer, you yeah. know? And it's like, and all they need, like for broccoli and things like this, a couple minutes. Like I usually say, like once they look a little brighter, like they look like they're kind of, they've been steamed a little <laughs> sounds so stupid right. but like once you can kind of see that they're like wet looking and you can smell them to just call it yeah because it's kind of penetrated enough of the outside at that point that it's like and so blanching and shocking you can do it into an ice bath or if you just like single layered on a sheet pan and then throw it straight into the freezer the idea of blanching and shocking is um is that you want to it sets the color so it like keeps the, the color like high and then it also helps those vegetables keep longer 
So even oh, if you get vegetables, right, like right. if you get broccoli at the farmer's market and you're like, shit, we're not going to eat this for like a week or something, yep. just throw it in some boiling water or steam it real quickly and then freeze it. Or you don't even have to freeze it, but just cool it down real fast, like ice bath ice or something bath, like that. Uh-huh. And then you, it'll just, and then throw it back in your fridge and it'll help it last for at least a couple of days longer. And it just like sets the color and the texture. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's wicked smart. I mean, it's like easy. It, it's, you know, it's a little bit of a pain in the ass, but like if you get, have a kind of a system around it. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah. 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 So I kind of think that's our, maybe our last little endeavor is to just have some yeah, veggies, some veggies. And that. then it's like, you know, we've got so many different meal combinations <laughs> down there between like grains yeah. and broths yeah. and meat and veggies. Totally. I, I did some, um, prepper, the some preparedness, um, setting for myself today was, and I brought probably 20 pounds of candy. <laughs> it's for halloween quote unquote but um if the kids don't come by then i'm gonna have candy reserves um into baby time so it's just good because candy you don't have to blanch or shock it Uh (laughs) you don't it turns out (laughs) those butterfingers stay pretty good we actually were at a friend's office today yeah and she had these english muffins oh god a local local yeah. company right yeah yeah, yeah. um I won't say the name of them but that she has now had in the um they have like a little snack drawer just a cabinet yep. not a fridge nope. nope for one year yes she said mm-hmm. and there is they looked perfect absolutely zero mold yeah and we're english talking muffins. about like not a gross company like they're not using a ton of gross stuff. They no, have, there were two there were preservatives. There were t- preservatives at the end, which specifically said anti-molding agents. Did it say mold inhibition though? Mold. I thought it was anti-molding. I'm just dreaming of agents. my R&B band mold inhibition. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it was wild. I yeah. mean, it, it look, I would have eat, I would have like not looked at the date and I would have totally popped one in the toaster and eaten it right sure, then. Sure, yeah. definitely. I know. That's pretty amazing. I mean, working in the world that I do, there's a lot of expectations around like, we're going to go ahead and want this thing to be looking great, no matter what people do yes. it. And yes. um, yeah, there's there's some kind of disturbing things that go into stuff. Yes. I never put them in. Right. I will just say that when I make stuff for a lot of the work that I do, I make like this beautiful, amazing version of it with amazing ingredients. Then it usually goes into the company and then they like tweak it. And the R&D <laughs> scientists like make it kind of make a, a Frankenstein a Franken version. Food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, what else are we going to put up, Sheath? Well, we did our canning already. We did, we our, did our tomato canning. Tomatoes. Yep. I mean, we got so many apples. We yep. could get so many apples. Yep. I would love to do something with those. I love pickling. We haven't pickled anything. Yeah. So I was like, should we, should, I would love pickling some apples. I'd love to make some like lacto-fermented pickles. Yeah, let's um, do that. I mean, this is like something just for everybody. Like we're not professional canners. We're Mm-mm. not like professional, Mm-mm. you know, dehydrators or anything like that. Like we've done some of the things some of the time. We cured a bunch of meat for our wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, we made prosciutto. And we made duck prosciutto yep. and then we made brisola, a leg of beef. And I mean, it was all I could do just to cross my fingers and hope that we didn't fucking kill all of the people <laughs> that we love in the world. <laughs> we didn't. No. But it was basically like, you know, we salted them. We hung them in. We we cured them in the fridge, yep. which is a safer way to do it. Um, and we weighed them. And once the, the weight had gone down by a certain percentage, you could you could like trust that the, you know, the high the hydrometer I ended up using, but like the, basically that the, the moisture level in the meat had gone down enough that it's safe. Cause mm-hmm. that's what bacteria needs to grow. And, um, but this is the same thing with like, that's a really high bar. 
is like yeah. curing meat. Well, I feel like the the kind of I don't know if it's entry necessarily, but yeah. um I have made a lot of sauerkraut. Yeah. And I think um, entry level is quickles. Like yes, just make totally. take some cucumbers, yep. make a bra like a brine, and then just like let it cool a little bit after you've boiled all the ingredients. How do you make together. a brine? Oh, so I mean I usually I mean I use a lot of vinegar. Yep. And then you can cut it with a little water if you want to. Mustard seeds, kind of whatever your spice blend is, pop uh, some black peppercorns in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually like to put like maybe a little star anise, like things like that. Mm, yeah. Um, as our friend's uh, friend said, to her boy, ex-boyfriend said to her, he had an accent and he said, um, a drink had anise in it. And he said, oh, you'll like it. It's anise flavored. <laughs> Which I love. Um, Put a little star anise. Yeah, whatever flavors you like, some red pepper flakes. Mm -hmm. And then I just like will heat it up a little bit so that the salt and the sugar, if you put sugar in, um, melts a little bit. And then I just let it get a little cool and then just pour it over raw pickles. Yeah. Raw cucumbers. What did I say? Raw pickles. Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, I mean, it's the pre chicken egg. Yeah. It's a prickle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that's like, I think, lowest bar. Yeah. Or pickle some like red onions. Yeah, that's lick, good. Yeah. That's good. But too. then yours, yeah. Tell about yours. Well, basically, I mean, I used to use a um uh like a it wasn't lactobacillus, but it was yeah, a it was like a pick um, it was a it was a starter, a basically, starter culture, right? Yeah. And so I'd, you know, um put, you know, the cabbage in the however I chopped it up. Sometimes yeah. I'd food process it, sometimes I would hand chop it, and then put it in a big mason jar and then um, you know, use the the starter. Yeah. I I don't know that you necessarily have to do that. Like I've also done it just with salt. Right. And um, And I think depending on where you live, there's kind of enough yeast in the air and different things like that. Like it'll kind of pop off. It's going to ferment on its own. Right. And so there's, there's also like all that, the cultures that are on the vegetables themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't necessarily know that you have to do that, but it felt to me like, uh, I don't know, just the the kind of entry way for me to yeah. get in, right? Yeah. Is to like, oh, okay, I know that I'm like following directions on a package right. kind of a thing. Which I think is a good idea to do. Yeah. And I always think with all of these things is like when you start to do them, do them in the fridge first. Yes. Like you can totally ferment your vegetables in the fridge. And it's just like, it, it like just makes it a little less scary. Because like sure. if you're like burying kimchi in your backyard or whatever – or like doing it at room temperature. I don't know. There's just some things that can go sideways that you don't want to fuck with. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really fun. And I just think, well, I've joked for years about every time that someone comes up who's like, they're like, this guy in Minnesota lived to 116 years old. And then they tell the story about him and they're like, man, he smoked a pack of cigarettes every two hours and <laughs> right. fucking ate salt back and like, you know, all these and drank like, you know, a fish. Well, the argument for me is that those are all ways that you preserve meat. Like you smoke meat, you pickle things, you salt meat. Like it's just the person is just preserving themselves. They're just making themselves into a fucking salami. Totally. Great. Totally. Awesome. Good for them. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Great. And if they're happy about it, cool. But it's like these are all, it's just there's so many ways to put things up. And there's like, you know, a a real, another really, really easy one, oil. Yeah. Oil is completely anaerobic. Yep. So if you like roast some garlic and the way that I, Tournament is fry some garlic. So just like poach garlic in like olive oil. And then you've got olive oil. And then you've also got this roasted garlic that will just keep in your fridge for a really long time. Especially if you leave a bunch of the oil in there, it'll just stay like really, really nice. I think you could even, I mean, you could kind of can that too. Sure. And canning literally all that does is just boils out the air that's in the cans. 
that you have. So we just, I don't know if you guys saw it, but we have like on our Instagram page, we posted, we bought this like little coffin thing. It's like a welded stainless steel box that holds 15, I think it is, um, quart jars, that quart mason jars at a time. And it's fucking nuts. This thing gets rolling and it's like the, you know, just the pits of hell boiling away and just you know we were able to put up all of our tomatoes in one shot so yes yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah but now is definitely the time it feels like Mm -hmm. you know i'm um anticipating winter and thinking we're gonna have a babe so we're not gonna be doing as much shopping right? right but if we can kind of preserve all of these really yummy late fall yeah um uh greens and things like that that we have it's also just i don't know I love winter. I love skiing. But I think for a lot of people, winter is depressing. Sure. And so this is a way to like capture summer. Yes. And, get some brightness in your life. Yeah. And celebrate the <laughs> the death of the world. <laughs> and just like, oh, yeah, just throw it all in. Like, and, and look at it from a doomsday prepper perspective a little bit. Like, we don't know what the fuck's going to go on. This looming election is really scary. Like, what do you have control over? You have control over these beautiful canned tomatoes that you're about to put yes, up in your house. Like, totally. Yeah, prepare for everything. Totally. <laughs> um, you want to talk about rigs at all? Yeah, sure. We've, uh, those of you that have been with us, yeah. you know that, um, yeah, we've been on journey to baby for a while now. Yeah, about five years. Uh-huh. Congratulations to us. And, um, you know, we had a pretty intense week. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rinny's 35 weeks pregnant. Yep. Last week was 34. Yeah. As math works. Um, went into the hospital because my I was checking my blood pressure at home because it's been a little high. And it was, um, I had a couple of big, huge blood pressure spikes. And yeah. so they kept me overnight. Yeah. Which is. I didn't sleep. There insane. was. Yeah. Lots of monitoring. And now yeah. we're doing. Um, Riggs monitoring twice a week. Mm-hmm. He's he looks great. Oh He's my doing God. great. Yeah, he looks perfect. Um, and you look great. Like yeah. And your BP Mama was like, feels great. Yeah. Mama's blood pressure doesn't love being in the hospital. I know. Yeah. <laughs> there was all this talk about like there was a lot of the people like the nurses that we were with were like, oh my God, obviously anxiety is totally a thing, like white coat syndrome. And a lot of the doctors that we were with were like, meh. I don't know if it's really so much of a thing. And it's to me, it's it's the joke I've been making is it's like putting someone in a sauna and being like, oh, my God, you're you're sweating a lot. Right. We should probably leave you in the sauna to see if you keep sweating. You're like, yeah, motherfucker, I'm going to keep sweating. I'm in a sauna. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a lot. I mean, it was stressful. Yeah, it was really, really. um I, I found it really scary because sure. they were they were using a lot of like, we're going to induce you now kind of mm, language. Yeah, yeah. And that felt um like. I don't know. Little nuggets not done baking yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that is all to say that I don't know where the show is gonna go because right. we don't <laughs> we just don't know um kind of when he's when he's coming. We yeah. hope he can bake for longer. Yeah. We're um, trying, yeah, we're trying to get a couple more the, weeks yeah, for so sure. But. We're at 35 and two now. Yeah. And so we're trying to get 37 is like, yep. that's, that's early, but full term. Yep. And then, um, I don't know if you can get to 39. Great. But, uh, newsflash babies take a lot of energy and so we might not have a show, Yeah. but we'll definitely have some picks and, um, you know, we're just going to like, we're going to show you like, he's going to be eating. Yeah. Like 
food is a very important part of a baby's life. So we're going to have food to talk about yeah. and show you. So uh, we're really excited about that. And we're just, we love you guys for sticking around and laughing with us and maybe learning some things, but mostly just, just, you know, being awesome and wanting to hear us every week. So, yeah. or every other week or every four weeks or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever we can muster these days. Totally. <laughs> yeah. But we love you guys. Um, let's eat at MikeyandRin.com. Um, if I hope you guys listened to last week's episode with Jamie from Hibiscus Beauty. Oh yeah. If you haven't, go get in on do that. it. And Go to Hibiscus Beauty. Yeah. Get yourself one of those masks. Hibiscus Dude. with a K H I B I S K U S Beauty. I think you got that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's the end. We're going to be doing a lot of that. Again, Rini is that's one of the only masks she can use while she's pregnant. So um, she's got one on all the time, yeah. a lot. It's phenomenal. Um, and then at Mikey and Rin on Instagram, um, congratulations. We just passed 4,000 followers, which is how fun. That was a benchmark for us. I think it's awesome. That's great. And we love you guys. We We're, love you. We really, really do. Yeah. And um, it's been so special to have you journeying with us. It's been a long one. And you guys have been with us for a lot of it. <laughs> so, I mean, since that's true, because we start, we started the show first pregnancy. Yeah. And right before the miscarriage. Yeah. 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 So this is intense. Yeah. Love you guys. Love you. Ta-ta the ta-ta.